Merry Christmas again. Don't you just love saying Merry Christmas? You know, it still doesn't feel like it. I've been running around. I'm thinking, okay, it's time. <sighs> no, I've been running from house to house, and I still got a thousand to go. And as you run around and you sit there and you see all the, the joy in that, it's in people's houses. You know, it, it doesn't become Christmas to me, really, until I think tonight when I get to go to Midnight Mass at the cathedral. You know, where I'm just can sit back, focus, that this is what it's all about. It's about Jesus Christ. It's not about me. It's just about Jesus and his love for us. And he came to save me from my sin. What a wonderful thing to reflect on. The, the God of the universe came to save me from my sin. And as we go and reflect on it, I think we need to reflect on a couple things. We need to think about Christmas as we need to be able to receive, we need to be able to give, and we need to be able to proclaim. We need to be able to receive, we need to be able to give, and we need to proclaim. And you can look at that at the Gospel. If you look at the Gospel of Matthew, and there should be a pew Bible in your pew. If not, then it's not in your, uh, you have to have your own Bible. In Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 and following. He talked about how this is about how Jesus came to be born. Now remember, everything begins with God. All love, all compassion, all giving starts with God. It's God who gives to us. And he sends his angel to Joseph. So first of all, he had to go and send the angel. God gave to us the gift of his son. You know, and so it just is, before they lived together, Joseph is in verse 19, Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. But such was his intention. Behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream and said, So is Joseph, son of David. Do not be afraid to take Mary into your home. So he's sitting there, just go and listen. Joseph, this is from me. It's by the Holy Spirit. She has received the gift, and you must receive the gift because this Jesus will save us from our sins or save his people from their sins. And so the first thing we need to do is be able to receive that gift. Receive that forgiveness of sins. Receive that reality. Receive Jesus. You know, do you ever sit there and give someone a gift? And I did this a couple years ago. You know, it takes me forever. I buy over 200 gifts every year. And it takes me, I start before Thanksgiving. And then I go on and I sit there and I think about what each person would like. And it takes me forever to do this. Now, some people, of course, when they receive the gift, they're like, you're the only person in the whole world I've ever thought about <laughs> when I'm buying a gift. And so I did it for my mother once a couple years ago. I was buying my mother something. And it took me forever and ever. I've got much smarter in this. I just call my mother now at Christmas and I say, what do you want? Just tell me what you want and I'll go buy it. Because it used to be I'd sit there for a month and I'd rack my head. I'd call my sister and say, you know what, my, you know what mom wants? No, I don't know, Larry. What are you going to I don't know. So we go back and forth. So I finally went, I, after a month going to all the stores, I finally got her something. I thought, she's going to love it. And my mother has expressions like me. You can tell everything on the face. There is nothing hidden from the facial expressions, huh? And I went and I gave my mother her gift. And she goes, oh. And she put it aside. And I'm sitting there going, uh-huh, that's fine. So, not, I mean, I'd fine. I start yelling at my mother. I said, it could at least look like you liked it. <laughs> and 
We're going, so we had a Christmas fight. But it was all because she didn't receive the gift that I had given her. She didn't know all the time and energy and everything else. I took to finally figure this out for her. I was all excited to give it to her. And she went, well, this is the way God is with us. God the Father gave us the greatest gift he could give us. It took him all eternity. And he sat there and said, what can I give to my people? I will give them my son. I have nothing more to give. I have nothing more wonderful, more precious in all my life. I will give to them my son. And then people go and, oh yeah, I get to receive Jesus at Mass today. You know, and again, as an aside, right? When Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Bethlehem means house of bread. He was born in a manger. And this manger is what we feed things with and Jesus called the bread of life and so tonight the God of the universe gives you his son in the Eucharist my flesh is real food my blood is real drink if you eat my flesh if you drink my blood you will live forever he says I have nothing more to give you and yet we yawn sometimes nobody here I know but sometimes when they're Christmas and Easter people You mean I got to go to church? Yeah, Jesus gives you his life, you know, at church every Sunday. Oh, that's nice. What else do I get? Do I get anything else? No, you get God. Oh, can I have a car? Yeah, well, you can have that too, but God will give you everlasting life. If you receive him. You know, in John 3, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him may not die but have everlasting life. If you receive him, if you believe in him. So first, you know, I think most people are what we call cultural Christians or cultural Catholics as I talked about earlier today. And they go through the motions. Christmas is a time where I go to church. Woo! No, it's a time where we receive Jesus Christ who forgives us our sins. That's what it's about, huh? And that's what we got to think about. Do I allow, have I received that gift? I mean, Really? really received him received the gift of the father the father looks at you tonight and says listen this is the gift of my son will you receive him truly and that's the question he asks you tonight will you receive jesus truly after we talk about receiving we now got to be talking about giving this is jesus birthday huh I was at someone's house today and they actually had a cake and they all sang happy birthday to Jesus. Happy birthday. It was something, huh? And so everybody, because it's the focus. What is the focus? It's on Jesus. It's his birthday. Now here you come to Mass. Not only did God give us his son, okay, and we receive him, but now what he looks at us today and says, okay, what you get me? It's his party. What you get him? What are you going to give to Jesus Christ this Christmas? You took care of your wife, you took care of your husband, you took care of your kids, you took care of your parents. <laughs> right. You sat there and took care of your friends. Now, are you going to take care of Jesus Christ? What is it that you bring to Jesus Christ this night on his birthday? What is the gift that you bring him? You know, the only gift that he wants is the same gift he gave to you. The gift of your life. Joseph gave him the gift of his life when he trusted him and believed the angel. 
Mary gave in the gift of their life when she received Jesus into her heart and said, Fiat, let it be done to me. And each of us are called to receive that gift and then say, Jesus, okay. Because again, did you ever sit there? I know nobody here. But you ever give somebody or get a gift from somebody and you had nothing to give them? Oh, and how do you feel? Oh, really bad, huh? And so here it is with Jesus. Jesus gives you his life today. And he says, okay, what you bring me? Nothing. I haven't even thought about it, Jesus. You know, I had to buy a lot of gifts this year. Oh, okay, I love you. Don't you hate it? You know, I still love you. That's okay. You didn't have to bring me anything. He wants your life. Not just a gift, but your life. And if you've already given him your life, and we're going to be able to do that tonight. After communion, we'll have a recommitment of our lives to the Lord Christ. And if you've given your life to Christ many, many times, then what is it extra in your life that you can give him this year to cement that more fully? It might be I'll spend extra time with you every day, Lord Jesus. It might be I'll be kind and I'll go. And for the gift I will give you this year, you know, Lord, I have had troubles with this person. But my gift to you, Jesus, this year, since I've already given you my life and you know it's yours all the time, I will go and be reconciled with that person. It might be something extra you want to take care of the poor in a special way. Jesus, the gift I will give you this Christmas as I will take care of this poor person. Or Lord, I will give this to you for the rest of my life. You know, and again, I think those are the best ones. The gifts that are eternal gifts. Okay, Lord, I will give you for the rest of my life another 10 minutes on my daily prayer. I promise you. Not one day will go by where I don't give you some extra time. Those extra 10 minutes, Lord, are yours. Or, Lord, I promise you for the rest of my life I will do daily Bible reading. I promise you I haven't done in the past. But, Jesus, this year my gift to you will be that. For the rest of my life I will give you extra time with the Bible every day. Or, Jesus, I will give you whatever it is. You know what the Jesus is calling you with. He's been calling you to do. What gift will you give him tonight? Now, Christmas doesn't officially begin to midnight. So you still have time to get your gift together for Jesus. To sit there and think about what is the gift that you will give to Jesus Christ this year. And once we have received the gift of eternal life, the gift of forgiveness, once we have given back to Christ our lives then what we need to do is be people who proclaim like the angels proclaimed. I love it. You know, one of my favorite things is uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas when they sit there and he, little Linus sits there and says, and behold, the glory of the Lord and the angels spoke in heavens. Huh? And to sit there and think, they proclaim the good news of Christ. And we, if we're truly going to be his followers, not only do we receive him, not only do we give to him, but we need to proclaim him to the world. We need to proclaim the good news of God's love. So when there's people at your house at Christmas, will you share with them the gift of Christ? Will you share with them the joy of Christ? Will you share with them the reality of the love of Jesus Christ? Will you keep it focused on Christ, or everybody's sitting to be watching football, when everybody's talking at the, at the dinner table, will you make sure it's talked about Christ to proclaim him, or will you sit there and be worried about the fights that start over who did what to Aunt or Uncle Joe la- week before? Or will you let politics come up at the dinner table, and then there's always a great fight at the dinner table over politics? Or will you be the one that sits there and proclaims Jesus at the dinner table? 
to proclaim the Lord, to proclaim the good news. Now again, when you and I do this, you can't be hitting people over the head or they're going to go running away from your house on Christmas Day. You need to be sitting there and sharing the joy of the good news. And it got to be so good that they all want it. It's good news. Jesus came to die for your sin. If you will but receive him. And that is what we need to proclaim. Sometimes people won't receive it right. Sometimes they will. You don't have to push it. All you've got to do is proclaim it. This Christmas, he wants you to receive him. This Christmas, he wants you to give to him your life or a part of something extra you can promise him for the rest of your life. This Christmas, he wants you to make sure it stays focused on him. And he wants you to proclaim him the good news of his love, the good news of his forgiveness of sins. You got it? You get it? Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.